Podcast Help Desk number 37 for January 19th, 2015. The Podcast Help Desk is where we go deep into the technology of podcasting, help you with the problems you may run into, and when we have a chance, review new gadgets, services, and solutions for podcasters. To keep your podcast running smoothly, it takes some tech. That's what Podcast Help Desk is here for to smooth out the geek speak and put it in more or less plain English. The main audience for this podcast is those who have podcasts and want to tweak the tech to get better sound, a better website, a more reliable feed, or a more streamlined workflow. Also, for podcasting beginners that don't want to make all the mistakes themselves. Here's your host, Mike Dell. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. This is Mike, and this is the Podcast Help Desk. Welcome aboard. See, this week uh, we got a, a couple of questions, and we've got a, a couple of controversies, or controversies, as they say overseas, that uh, I thought I would mention. And, of course, the winner of the big contest. And a blueberry tip of the week. And we also have a little bit of uh, different banjo music banjo music. What I meant to say was we have a little bit of different bumper music, which is banjo music. Most of you probably don't know that I'm an attempted banjo player, although no uh, banjos were harmed in the making of these bumpers, and I didn't play them. That's why they weren't harmed. <laughs> I have uh, six left thumbs, so they say. Anyway... <laughs> On with the show. Okay, the first question I've got this week is from Wayne Brooks. He's a listener. I don't know if he's a podcaster. He didn't uh, mention that in his feedback there. But uh, if you're a podcaster, Wayne, uh, let us know about your podcast. I'll uh, put it out here on the show. He says, uh, most of the podcasts that he listens to on the iPhone sound distorted and at high speed. Is there a setting or something on my phone or iTunes software that can adjust this? Adjust this. There we go. Or is it the broadcaster? Yeah, it's all the podcasters. They're just lousy at it. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I already answered uh, Wayne and he's all set. But what it is in the podcasts app on the iPhone... There's a button in the, well, let me look at my phone, but I think it's the lower right-hand side, or maybe it's the lower left. Yeah, it's the lower left-hand side when you're playing a podcast that says speed, and it'll either say 1x, or 1.5x, or 2x, or 0.5x. So you want to make sure that you keep tapping that until it says speed 1x. If you want to hear it in full, normal uh, fidelity. Hi, Mike. This is Paul Kennedy from Tech Logistics. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in the process of uh, moving my show from uh, BTR, Blog Talk Radio, to hosting and doing it all myself in-house. Um, what would your advice be or what would your... Um, what would you suggest are the action items 
um, to me, they show from BTR to the hosting. Um, what's the best way to find a consultant? What's the best way to uh, compare and contrast the different options that are out there? Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. And thanks uh, for your feedback there. Uh, Paul is a, a truck driver um, and a company owner. And he asked this question a, a little while ago, and I've been conversing back and forth with him about various things. But uh, to leave Blog Talk Radio specifically, how I would go about it is something that I, I wrote on a website here, and I, I want to bring it up just so that I don't forget something. And I think we brought it up here on the show before, but... Uh, Blog Talk Radio happens to be one of those that doesn't give you a way to 301 redirect your podcast feed away from their service. <clears throat> so what you have to do is you have to make sure that you uh, let your listeners know ahead of time that you're leaving and that they need to uh, resubscribe if they want to continue to get your show. And what I like to do is give them a month. You know, in these cases. So what I would do is I would, you know, set up your new setup, however you're going to do it, and get your new feed and get your first episode into the new feed. You know, get your get everything all set up and going there. And then on Blog Talk Radio, I'd leave your account open over there, and I would make a... Uh, a second little recording, okay, your your main show that you would post to Blog Talk Radio or your new feed, you, you'd actually record it, post it to your new feed, and then you would record a little intro-outro for Blog Talk Radio that says something to the effect that, hey, I'm moving, if you're hearing this, you will not receive the new episodes after, you know, whatever date, give them about a month is what I would say, you know, however many shows that is. It says, I move into the feed, and the new feed is available at, and give them the website address, and make sure you have your RSS feed available on your website, or in your post, or both, and also put that same announcement at the end of each episode. So it'd be something like this, you know. Well, if you're hearing this recording, I'm moving, and I and after X date, I'm going to be at, and give them the new website so to be sure to continue to get these episodes after that date, please go resubscribe at and give them the website again. Do that at the beginning and the end of each episode. And then you upload the episode with a special announcement to your Blog Talk Radio or you know, or record it on Blog Talk. I don't know how that all works over there. But and then you publish that. And then you publish your normal episode without those announcements to your uh, new hosting account and publish those. And after 30 days or so, you make one final one for Blog Talk Radio and say, Hey, I'm gone. Uh, here's where you can find any future episodes. And then just leave that there. And if you had a free account, leave that there for as long as you can. If you're paying for an account over there, uh, you know, pay for it for at least another 30 days. But that way you'll get most of your listeners, you know, most of your subscribers, at least the engaged ones, will make the change. And you'll leave a, a calling card where they can find you. As far as a consultant, a lot of times you don't need a consultant. 
you know, and, and me being a consultant, <laughs> it's kind of funny for me to say, but you don't always need one. Uh, there's a lot of free stuff out there. You know, there's a lot uh, of cheap, cheap as an in inexpensive, not cheap as in bad advice, uh, st- uh, paid stuff out there, uh, such as my friend Dave Jackson over at School of Podcasting. You know, yes, I'll plug Dave because uh, his school of podcasting is awesome. And you can get in there and work at your own speed. And he's got all that stuff out there. Or you can just continue to listen here and ask all your questions here. You can hire me. You can hire uh, Daniel J. Lewis. You can hire Cliff Ravenscraft. And there's probably a few others that I'm uh, missing out. Maybe Ray Ortega. And listen to all their podcasts. You know, it's it's not about who can get the most it's you know there, there's varying prices uh you know i i know i'm probably slightly more expensive for one-on-one consulting than than dave jackson but you know that's just the way it is and, and you know I, i'm flexible but i know i'm cheaper than uh, daniel lewis and i'm way cheaper than cliff ravenscraft and, you know it's just all about and I don't know anything about Ray. Sorry, Ray. I just don't. Uh, I don't know anything about your uh, paid services over there. But uh, your uh, free podcasts are awesome. But uh, so you really don't have to have a consultant. But you know, use your uh, money wisely. Uh, you know, if you want, you know, right now and very thorough. You know, there's there's some more expensive options. If you you know want whenever we can fit it in. Uh, Dave Jackson and myself uh, both kind of work as as that. Uh, I also work for Blueberry, you know, as everybody that normally listens to this show knows. And uh, there's some free resources over at Blueberry.com, actually create.blueberry.com. That'll tell you a lot about the self-hosted WordPress way to go using the PowerPress plugin and, and all that. And you know, like I said, there's there's just a myriad of options out there. You don't need to spend two hundred fifty dollars an hour to podcast. Will it speed up your uh, education? Probably. Is it worth that much? You know, it just depends. You know, time versus money versus thoroughness. You know, I, I'll get you going. And uh, you know, it's kind of like an old car. You know, yeah, you can have an old nineteen sixty seven Chevy pickup truck if you want. And it will get you just as there as a brand new Mercedes, but it's going to be a little rough around the edges, you know. So, in my opinion, rough around the edges might be okay. Or if you want top of the line, uh, guaranteed everything's going to go exactly the way it's going to go, you know, you get what you pay for, or and or what you work for. That's that's the other thing, you know. It's like. All this stuff is available for free somewhere on the internet. And the more you work on it, and the more you try to learn, the better off you'll be in the long run. Because you trade money for education, you know. So either you pay the money to get the education, or you take the time and get the education. But there's no substitute for the education unless you just want to write lots of checks. So I guess I kind of got far off the, the mark, but... You know, everybody out there in the podcast consulting biz that I mentioned, and probably some that I didn't mention, are all stand-up guys. And they'll they'll give you value for your money. So, you know, you can't really go wrong in that realm. But on the other hand, you know, think about it. If, 
you know, if it's worth a lot of money per hour to, to get it right quick and the first time, then go for it. You know, if you're willing to put in a little bit of time doing some reading and searching around on Google and asking questions to uh, those of us that offer free advice, then uh, go that route or somewhere in between. You know, it's totally up to you, and that's the beauty of podcasting. kind of funny the other day on the podcast community, podcasting community on Facebook, whatever the, the, the main big Facebook podcasting group there, uh, Dave Jackson announced that the uh, 10th annual podcast awards nominations were open, or were opening on today actually, on the 19th, and uh, somebody got in there and was complaining that the, the one of the requirements of the, or not one of the requirements, but one of the points that you, that the uh, people that review the shows for the podcast awards use is the fact or not that there's a uh, link to the RSS feed on the website. They, I think they put it homepage. <clears throat> But I think they mean website. So, anyway, that started a big controversy controversy about uh, whether or not you should have a link to your plain old RSS feed on your website or whether you even needed a website at all, or at least your own website. And it was quite the interesting discussion. I think that original thread got uh, pitched because it, it did get a little heated, and a new thread was made that didn't get nearly as heated, and it was all good. But one of the things that uh, I kind of got in on it, one of the things that kind of got me was the person who was complaining about that would not tell me why it was a bad thing to have your RSS feed on your website, you know, a link to it. And it, like I said, it was it, it was getting very heated I, I thought and for no reason and you know I kind of backed off after a while but got me to thinking is it really necessary to have a link to your RSS feed on your website no probably not would I do it yes and you know and, and it's one of those things that why not it doesn't hurt anything and, and it makes it easier. You know, if you go to my website at podcasthelpdesk.com or my other website, mikedell.com, I've got these nice big RSS buttons. And when you hit that big, nice orange RSS button, magic things happen. You know, things on your phone or other device, you know, just open up and say, hey, would you like to subscribe to this thing that you clicked? And then all you got to do is say yes. And then you don't miss an episode. So, you know, that makes it convenient for Android users, makes it convenient for iOS users. I don't know what it does for Windows Phone users or BlackBerry users, but I'm sure it doesn't hurt. You know, that's that's just the nature of things. So, you know, why not? Gives your audience something a little better to, to uh, or something more, you know. 
not saying better, just saying, you know, it doesn't hurt anything. If they hit it and nothing happens, oh well, they'll just listen to your podcast however else they can, depending on the device or the web browser or whatever they're on. And I gotta say, excuse my voice, I'm I'm developing a frog here. <laughs> Hopefully I can get that cleared out uh, during the next segment break. But, <clears throat> you know, as far as having your own website, that's a good idea, in my opinion. But can you podcast without your own website? Sure. You can uh, podcast on any one of those kind of services that pretty much just has you has your listing page. And it works. Is it the best way to do it? No, not my opinion. My opinion, everything should center on your website with your domain and your feed and your everything. And it's, it's all good. That's That's how it should be. That way you've only got one place you get to send people. You send people to your website. You know, it, it, it irks me sometimes when I hear, you know, find us on iTunes. Well, okay, I can find you on iTunes, but it's a lot easier if I go to a website that's your website that's got big buttons and I could subscribe on iTunes or I can hit that same button and decide I want to subscribe on Stitcher or I don't know. What do you guys think? Is a website and an RSS feed on your website a bad thing for any reason? I don't see any reason why it's a bad thing. You know, even if it's a minimal website. In fact, I enjoy minimal websites. You know, just just have a website to power your podcast and, and don't worry about it being all flashy and everything. Just make sure that everything that you need people to find is there and easy to find. You know, give them as much choice as they can. And, and so far, nobody's come up with a better way than a good old HTML website. You know, preferably on WordPress, in my humble opinion. Or maybe not so humble opinion. <laughs> so That's, uh, that's the, the big controversy that uh, was happening the other day. Okay, the moment that some of you have been waiting for is the winner of the Mike and Mixer contest. First, uh, I want to go into how I made the drawing fair. What I did first is I put all the names and email addresses in into uh, random order by going to www.random.org slash lists. And I pasted all the... Uh, emails and or names in the list and then hit random and then I took that whole list and put them back into a spreadsheet and then I took that spreadsheet and put in the numbers one through however many entries I had into uh, random.org again and hit randomize and the first number at the top of the list was the one that I picked as the winner. So hopefully uh, that seems fair enough. And drum roll, please. You probably can't hear that. Of course, I'm going to get the dog to bark and if I beat on the desk here. But uh, 
the winner is Corey Feinren. And I hope I'm pronouncing that right. So congratulations, Corey. Corey wrote in as one of his entries. He says, I'm emailing you to introduce myself and to get my name in the drawing a second time. After the introduction, I'll explain why I'd like to win the mixer and the mic. I'm Corey Feinren, and I've been podcasting for six years. My main podcast is Ivy Envy, which covers the Chicago Cubs. We were podcast awards finalists last year. They lost to ESPN, darn it. When we started, we basically took our backyard barbecue conversations on the Cubs and put them in podcast form. Over the years, things have changed, and we've now been recognized by the Cubs and our legitimate media for certain events. We've been invited to the front office and have been able to interview personnel from players to ownership. Of course, the most important thing we've been able to accomplish with Ivy Envy is to form an incredible community of Cubs fans around us. Podcasting has changed our lives through them. Over the years, I was also able to take my hobby of podcasting and turn it into a career. I am in education and work with with special education students and helping them transition from high school to post-high school life, primarily through employment. I pitched the idea of a podcast to my employer, and they love the idea of connecting with high school students through a medium which they're familiar with. He says he does the QC Step podcast in video, and it started out just being shown at 14 high schools in our area. Since it started, I've been asked to present at conferences around the state of Illinois and how schools around the state and some of the surrounding states are using this pre-vocational podcast to educate students. The reason I'd love to win the mixer and mic is that my wife, Tawny, co-host of Mommy's Cocktail Hour, has been asking me to teach classes on podcasting at the local library. One of the classes will be geared towards teenagers, and the library would like to set up a podcast studio for public use, so teenagers can have podcasts and record them at the library, and not have to buy the equipment for themselves. Obviously, I don't need the mixer myself, but I'd love to donate it to help raise up the next generation of podcasters. Thanks for the podcast, and I'll have my fingers crossed when I listen to the winner being announced on your next episode. And Corey, congratulations, and I'm going to add a little bit to the boxes I'm going to send you, so... uh, Watch out for that. you got to send me your address first. So send me your mailing address or shipping address, and uh, I'll get that stuff headed your way. And don't fret. I'm going to have more contests, uh, probably one every month or two. So you know, keep sending in your voice feedback. Keep sending in your uh, regular uh, textual comments at... The uh, email address, uh, what is it, podcasthelpdesk at gmail.com or 231-421-4490 for voice feedback or hit the voice feedback button on the uh, website or email me an mp3. However you want to get it to me, get it to me. And uh, I'll keep adding to my uh, contest list. So those of you that didn't win this time, you don't need to resubmit. But uh, why not? (laughs) The more the merrier. And uh, those of you that haven't submitted 
to uh, either joining the mailing list, which I'm going to actually have out my first mailing list uh, email tomorrow. So <laughs> so you probably will get that. Either you just got it and are you listening to the podcast or you're going to get it tomorrow after you've already listened to all this. So... So do you need a disclaimer if you work for a company that provides services for podcasters or you yourself provide services for podcasters? Do you need to disclose that when you ask her, you know, ask her <laughs> if you answer questions in forums and Facebook groups and such and Google Plus groups? There was a little bit more of a controversy controversy, however you want to put it, on uh, Facebook today. Somebody uh, suggested that the moderators put in some sort of rule that requires those of us that have a uh, affiliation with anybody that makes money from a podcast service, which, my last count, that was quite a few people on that group, uh, whether we should disclose the fact that we're affiliated with such groups, such as myself and Blueberry. Of course, I've made no bones about it on this podcast. I am affiliated with Blueberry. And I also do believe that they are the best at what they do in particular, which is different than what other companies do, which they're probably good at what they're doing. I'm not, you know, Just because I'm for one thing doesn't mean I happen to be against another. And... So as a kind of tongue-in-cheek, I, I made this long disclosure that I'm going to, or that I did end up posting on one of the posts. It says, disclosure, even though I work for Blueberry and Raw Voice Incorporated, the advice given here is my educated opinion based on 10 years of podcasting and is given freely without regard to my relationship to any podcasting host or service and would be the same if I didn't have that relationship. So I think I got my point across. I am sort of ending my post right now with I work for Blueberry just because, I don't know, you know there's, there's some people with uh, with uh, a little bit of legalistic opinions about stuff. You know, most people on those groups know who those of us that work for Blueberry and Libsyn and, and even Blog Talk Radio, there's a couple of them and... Uh, can't remember the other outfit, but there's, you know, a couple guys from another outfit, and that's awesome. We're all talking. We're not fighting amongst each other. We may have, you know, heated discussions, but it's not a fight. And do I think everybody needs to disclose? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I'd hate to, to have to see, uh, you know, a lot of these people have several little entanglements in the podcasting business, and, and that's that's good. That's great. There's nothing evil about it. And, you know, as, you know, has been talked about quite a bit with those of us that do podcasts about podcasting. I mean, the more the merrier. Come in the water. The water's warm. You got something to add, contribute, or put it a different way, go for it. And just because I disagree with some of the advice you give doesn't mean that your advice is wrong and that mine's the only way it's right. Although mine is usually right. No, I'm just kidding. But, but what I'm saying is there's more than one way to do stuff and there's more than one company to buy services from 
And, you know, not every time I, I open my mouth or type on a keyboard am I, you know, hawking for Blueberry. It, you know, it, yes, I work for them. Uh, but, you know, there, if, if something that Blueberry does is not a fit for what you do, then, you know, go for something else. Uh, you know, and it, you know, it's not a, a problem. I'm, you know, first and foremost, I'm out to help podcasters. I mean, I do this podcast free of charge and it's not affiliated with Blueberry directly. I mean, uh, my, my, uh, bosses over there would, uh, would not be upset if I quit doing this and don't encourage me to do it. They don't discourage me, but it's, you know, it's none of their business as far as they're concerned. So, you know, I don't think that having a bias towards one company or another automatically makes it, uh, you know, un, how do I want to put it, unethical. It's not unethical for me to give somebody advice that, to, to leave FeedBurner because I believe that FeedBurner is not good. I believe that uh, you can do better by hosting your own feed. But because I say that does not mean that I'm hawking for Blueberry, even though that happens to be the corporate policy of most of the guys at Blueberry. But that's not why I say it. If I didn't work for Blueberry, my advice would be exactly the same. I used Blueberry before I worked for them, and I will continue to use them even after I don't work for them if that comes about. So please, you know, don't think that just because I work for Blueberry that they can do no wrong, you know, or that they're the, you know, well, they are the best, damn it. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not that uh, you're evil because you use Lipson. No, Lipson's fine. Lipson's an awesome company. I was a Lipson customer before I was a Blueberry customer and before I worked for Blueberry. I don't use Lipson currently, but there's nothing particularly wrong with them. And that kind of goes into the Blueberry tip of the week. I'm going to run these two segments together, so no banjo music in between. But the Blueberry tip of the week is feeds. Uh, a, a lot of the discussion on the forums and, and groups and G plus groups and you know Facebook groups and whatever. Uh, a lot of the the little back and forth between uh, uh, Blueberry and Lipson is you know Lipson says well you should use our feed because you know the number one problem with iTunes uh, f- you know number one problem iTunes gets reported to them are feed problems caused by WordPress. Well, that may be true, but that doesn't mean that. Using WordPress is a bad thing. You know, there's using WordPress takes a little bit of education. And that's what I'm here for. And that's what, uh, you know, Blueberry Create is there for. And that's, you know, there's a lot of people out there that'll teach you how to, to make your WordPress feed stable. You know, you just got to have a little common sense when you pick out your plugins and when you pick out your... You know, pick out your themes and stuff. I mean, you just don't make it complicated, you know. Uh, you go back to my episodes about using the uh, 2014 theme or or if you do want a complicated website, just put in a subdomain with another WordPress install, run your feed off of that with a simple install, and then 
you know, run your website as you see fit. I mean, but there's disadvantages and advantages to both of them. But let's get back to the point. The blueberry tip is, yes, Libsyn encourages you to use their feed for your podcast in iTunes. And to be completely fair, there's no really reason why you shouldn't, except for you don't own that feed. The beauty of it is that they'll let you move it anytime you want. You can put in a 301 redirect by yourself. You just go in there and go through some of the settings. And, and uh, if you want me to talk about that, ask the question, and I can uh, tell you how to do that at Lipson. But Blueberry also offers that service. We don't encourage it. We don't encourage you to use your Blueberry feed if you use Blueberry hosting because we do strongly believe that you should use your own domain for your own feed, for branding purposes, and for control purposes. But if you so choose, you can sign up for Blueberry Hosting, and then instead of having your own website or your own feed, you can have your own website. You don't have to. But, you know, you use the, the Blueberry feed, and there's one generated for every hosting account over at Blueberry. You just use that feed, and it's exactly the same type of thing as what Lipson does. So... When you hear somebody from Lipson say that, well, you shouldn't use WordPress, you should use our feed because our feed is always blah, 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 you know. Well, Blueberry has that option. We just don't press the issue. There was actually a, a conversation today on the Facebook group about that. One of Lipson's primaries there, Rob, and like I said, I have no problem with Rob and he's doing what he does and we do what we do. And if Rob ever wants to come on the show, he's more than welcome. But Rob uh, mentioned that, you know, out of the top 100 or 400, I don't know what it was, the top whatever podcasts in, in iTunes, they went. Th somebody went through and got a list of, you know, what the domain name of the feed was. And, you know, Lipson had some ridiculous amount, and there was, a, you know, 10, 12 of them, and Blueberry was kind of low on the list, and there was 32 of them that were in the top whatever, you know, 32 Blueberry feeds. And we're proud of that. Blueberry's proud of that. We don't want blueberry.com slash whatever.xml to, to be popular because we want you to be popular. We want your domain.com slash feed slash podcast. We want that to be popular. We don't care whether Blueberry is in your feed address. You know, we, we just want you to have complete control and complete branding on your site. But, like I said, if you want to do it with a Blueberry feed, you're more than welcome to. Okay, well, that kind of brings us to the end of the show. Uh, I do want to let you know that if you do want to try Blueberry Hosting or Blueberry Statistics for free for one month, use my promo code NOBS, no BS. And yes, the NOBS Guide to Podcasting will be out in April. So look forward to that. I look forward to that. You should too. It'll be a good book, and uh, it'll be priced reasonably. And he did have a, another question from Paul Kennedy. He emailed it kind of late there, and I figured I'd better answer it. He said, what's the uh, value of going to the 
New Media Expo. You know, is it worthwhile? Well, I've been to, uh, I don't want to say four of the, four or five of them anyway. And I've been to a, a lot of pod camps and stuff, and there's always a value to it. I have friends from the first podcast expo that I went to in Ontario, California, that I'm still friends with today. Dave Jackson, uh, you know, Ed Ovette from Ed's Mixed Bag, uh, Trucker Tom Wiles from the Trucker Tom Show. Uh, oh, let's see, uh, Brian Ibbett from Coverville, uh, Todd Cochran from Blueberry, Angelo Mandato from uh, Blueberry. Uh, that's, that's how I got hooked up with those guys. So, like I said, sometimes it's worth it. And, uh, you know, a whole bunch of other people. Carmen Tyler. Uh, I'm trying to think of all the people I met. Adam Curry we met there. Uh, you know, a lot of people got to rub shoulders. with C.C. Chapman. Uh, Rob Walsh from Lipson, who I was talking about in the previous sex segment. I met him there at, I believe, the first podcast expo that I went to in 2007. I didn't go to the first one. I went to the second one. And, you know, all along, every time I've gone to one, I meet new people. I catch up with uh, old people, not old in age, but old in, I've known them a while. And this is my 10th year in podcasting. Coming up real soon is the 10th anniversary don't know the exact date, but I know it's in April, so it'll be around the same time as New Media Expo this year. Me and my wife are going to New Media Expo, and I hope to see everybody there, and uh, especially uh, Mr. Kennedy there, who asked the question. I can't remember his first name. I'm not looking at that screen, but anyway, that's the answer to that question. It's well worth making your way out there. To Las Vegas, uh, I believe it starts on April 13th through the 17th, something like that. But actually, it starts a little before that because uh, it's in conjunction with the National Association of Broadcasters show, which uh, I've got a press pass for, for the uh, podcast help desk. So I plan on doing some interviewing and some gadget uh, uh, reviews and tests and stuff while I'm at NAB. So get to do that plus i'll be uh, occupying the blueberry booth at the new media expo for part of the time at least probably more than uh, <laughs> more than half the time i'll be there so uh, i look forward to that so jesus last little segment's taking on its uh, life of its own so let's just call this a podcast we'll catch you next week please get your voicemails in your texts in your uh, join the newsletter do all that good stuff and i'll have some more giveaways coming up probably next month or i'm gonna say march we'll just do one in march and then definitely for april i'm gonna you know with the launch of the book i'll probably have lots of books to give away so get your name on all those lists and uh, you might get some free stuff it's worth what you pay for (laughs) catch me later Thanks for listening to the Podcast Help Desk. If you would like Mike to answer your question on the show, email podcasthelpdesk at gmail.com or better yet, record a voice message at podcasthelpdesk.com. See you next time.